The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing, if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of a sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. If you notice the color of today's Advent candle, and my vestment is rose. A few have pointed out to me already, I know. We use this bright color today because we celebrate Gaudete Rejoice Sunday. During the Advent season, we are in a time of penance and waiting for the arrival of Jesus. Today, we have a day where we stop and wonder at how the hope that we all yearn for is being fulfilled. And if we can make room for that hope, our souls will exalt in our God. We've probably heard it from our parents. Many of you likely said it to your own kids. Mom and dad know what is best for you. And don't fill up on junk food before dinner. To help us make room for hope, it's helpful for us to learn what to fill our hearts with, to make sure that they are good things. Being God's beloved creation, we long for relationship with him. With all the power that it can muster, our soul longs to be with our good creator. Our draw towards good things in this world is evidence that we were created this way. Good food, good health, a good house, good relationships. Those are just the start of what God intended for us from the beginning when he made us in his image. But for some reason, we often stop there, partly since we don't always know what we're missing. Father Patrick touched on that in his homily last week, when he said it can be much easier to say, 
me do it, rather than ask God for help. In the same way, God knows what is good for us, but we often look here below for something right here and now, for things that are shiny that will end up losing their luster over time. Sin blocks us from seeking the goodness that God offers. Because of sin, we are the oppressed who need the good news. We are the brokenhearted in need of binding, the captives who need to hear the message of liberty, the prisoners who need to be set free. Two Sundays ago, as we began Advent, Father Phil spoke about the importance of preparing ourselves before our journeys. Today in our readings, we have several figures who guide our way to God. St. Paul told us to keep on praying, and this is the key to joyfully discerning and discovering God's meaning for us, to become perfect and holy. And that opens us to listening to the Holy Spirit's guidance. St. John the Baptist shows us the importance of humility. When he was asked if he was the Messiah, he said, I am not, but pointed the way to the great I am who would soon arrive. Someone who we don't always see, but who is ever present once we enter the waters of baptism to meet him. Then we hear Mary's prayer in our psalm, her Magnificat, where she echoes the words of the prophets, offering complete trust in our mighty God's will. Our God, who shows us his might, not through conquering, but through acts of mercy, lifting up the lowly and filling the hungry with good things. We also have the prophet Isaiah, who wrote his words to the Israelites when they are in a time of exile in 6th century BC. The message Isaiah offered was that God will liberate the people from exile and they will return to Judah to rebuild Jerusalem. God spoke through him, telling Jerusalem to preach the good news of the salvation that has been promised to them. Then, when the time was right, Jesus entered the synagogue opened up Isaiah's scroll from our first reading and said, Today, this passage is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus is our Savior who came to rescue us. And now, because of him, the true lasting joy that each of us desires more than anything is possible. It can be really tough, difficult, to rejoice in trying times like these. Like the Israelites in exile, or St. John the Baptist in the wilderness, we are going through our own desert experience. But we can find joy by making room for hope. Just like he was with, with Joseph and Mary as they traveled looking for an inn to stay, we can be consoled knowing that Jesus is journeying with us. As his church, we can also lean on one another, united in our prayers and united in communion with the angels and the saints. <laughs>